Hi friends, welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil Lewison, at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs, with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. I am very excited today. I think I'm just going to start every episode with that. I think you should know that I am pretty much very excited every time you show up. Today's episode is called Just a Box. And so this is again from my girl, Jen Pasteloff, author of On Being Human. She has a really incredible story and I'm recommending it to you highly. But the concept of the Just a Box is that we use the word just to downplay things that we're doing. And this brings us to the progress paradox which I don't remember where I learned the progress paradox, but I know it's a thing. I learned it on a podcast somewhere. So the just a box and the progress paradox. So the progress paradox is basically that no matter what we have, we always want more. No matter how nice your car is, you always want a nicer car. No matter how nice your home is, you always want a nicer home or a bigger home. And so ambition is really great for a lot of reasons, but it also holds us back from a lot of joy because we don't appreciate the things that we have. So I think that just being cognizant of certain things like concepts and human tendencies is a really awesome way to kind of just bring awareness to it and realize that maybe maybe you're part of this human tendency. So the paradox of progress and the just a box. So the just a box, using the word just to downplay where we are right now. The reason that this concept resonated with me so much when I was listening to this book on audio was because I finally now feel in my life that I'm like where I'm supposed to be. I finally have this this like overwhelming feeling of like I have a little bit of a purpose. I have used my life experiences to have this wealth of knowledge that I now have. I'm getting to work on relationships with my family and people that I grew up with that I maybe did or didn't recognize that the relationships needed work but everything in my life has led me to this point and here I am and where I am is totally perfect but in most of my 20s I would say basically I mean basically after high school I was I was very proud after I left high school of my high school I was very happy with where I grew up and I was very happy with what my experience was in school and I felt like I had teachers that weren't like super biased or super terrible or super strict and and we were kind of encouraged to have a voice but I was like pre-18 so I didn't just magically carry that with me I'm only now finding my voice literally 12 years later at 30. So even though I was proud of the of my high school when I got to college, I wasn't necessarily proud of it when I was in high school. And then I went to college and I went and I just went to St. Vincent College. And now like hindsight after school was done, I was very proud of 
the college that I went to and the connections that I made there and my group of friends that I love so much still. But at the time, I was like, oh, it's just a Division three school. I am just playing lacrosse there. It's in Pennsylvania. So like, the schools aren't that great, which is like none of this is none of these are facts. These are just opinions and hindsight. I met some of the most brilliant people there. So like what difference does it make what the school districts were like, you know, in the surrounding neighborhoods? And the more I have traveled and the more I've like lived in different states since then, obviously my adult knowledge versus my like 18 to 22 year old knowledge, I just realized that it really doesn't matter where you're from. And it really doesn't matter where you grew up. Like, it's your whole life experience that shapes you. So the just a box is when we try to downplay any part of our life. But where it really becomes problematic is when we say it for the stage that we're currently in, which is what we do. Um, Like what I just said about being proud of my high school and proud of my college. And now I'm proud of my life experiences to this point. Those are all like hindsights. It's not in the moment that I'm proud of it. So, and I I think that that is our tendency is to downplay things that we've done. Or, you know, or maybe you are a one-upper and you, this episode isn't for you. Um, Maybe you like to be like, yeah, I went to the best college in the whole fucking country. Or I was the best baseball team or I was the best player on my baseball team in college, whatever, whatever. But if you use the word just to describe where you are, if you're not certain about where you are right now in life, which so many more of us are not certain with where we are in life than those of us who feel like they have some certainty, then you have probably used the ju- the word just before. And so to say, so Jen Pasloff in On Being Human, she she's from Northern Jersey and her dad died when she was like eight years old and she found out when she was 20 something that she was almost completely deaf. So she went like most of her life not knowing that she was like losing her hearing. Um, And she had this traumatic event happen and so she dropped out of college and then she was a waitress for 14 years and now she's like a New York Times bestseller author um, and like runs retreats in out of California and stuff. But it was just a really incredible and inspiring story. But she said that the whole time that she was working at the restaurant as a waitress, she was just a waitress. And even worse, she wasn't acting at all she said she hated acting but she said that she was an actress because she was ashamed of her being a waitress and there's no shame in being a waitress I've been a waitress been a bartender been a hostess been a cocktail waitress there's no shame in that I think that when you are able to provide for yourself at all when you're waking up every day and showing up at all that is like half the battle is showing up. And so this word just can be really detrimental to your well-being, but also to the perspective that you take of any situation. So if you're just, I was going to say a plumber, but I feel like plumbers like make good money. But like whatever it is that you are, if you're just a plumber, if you're just a teacher, if you're just a waitress, if you're just a secretary, then you literally shape the whole entire experience of what your job is with your language. Instead, if you say, I am a waitress, and realize that what you do isn't who you are or what you are, it's just 
there we go. It's just what you do. It's simply a part of your experience and it's not the whole experience. And so the other part of the just a box that I really loved from this book was stepping outside of the box. We've all heard this concept. But when you try to not box yourself in, when you actively work to be a jack of many trades or to have different interests, you are you realize, maybe you don't, I'm asking you to realize, but you should realize that you are not just a waitress. You are not just an electrician. You are not just a dad. You are not just you know, a daughter, whatever you are, you are multifaceted. And so I'm really excited about this because it means that every time you branch out of what you already know and try something new, you get to add something to the list. And that doesn't mean that like you have to have a hundred things on your list of like things that you are and things that you've done, because I don't think that our resume is an accurate representation of what we are either, but it gives you an opportunity to really step outside of that box of whatever it is that you're doing. You're no longer just doing that. And it gives you an opportunity to realize that your language really shapes, I said this already, but your language, the the way that you describe what you do really shapes the experience that you have. And so I want to leave you with that today. Think about the words that you use when you describe what it is that you do when you describe your identity. It's a really hard thing to do. And I think that so often people just ask, what do you do or where do you work? And not so many people are super passionate about what they do and where they work. And so I invite you to kind of redirect the conversation at that point and tell them what you do, but also what are other things that you do that are external to work that are not related to what you do for work because I think that it will bring you a little bit more joy and I think that it will help people to spread this awareness that you are not just the thing that you do. Oh shit, last concept about this that I forgot to mention. When I, so I also, I worked at Victoria's Secret through college on top of bartending and a plethora of other things and I felt that it was a really meaningful experience because people would come in like after you know breast cancer and they would have gotten a mastectomy or a double mastectomy and maybe they had no boobs or somebody was going on a first date after a divorce or somebody was getting ready for prom or whatever it was so people would come in for these like pretty like profound life moments and I I did see the significance in it while I was there but then maybe like a month or two ago I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts the almost 30 podcast and they had a guest named Lizzie Jeff on there and I love her so much she is like a true goddess femme warrior like love you Lizzie Jeff and she worked at Victoria's Secret for like 12 years before she moved to LA or maybe while she was in LA for some of the time but basically before she started this like she's like gonna be a music mogul she's like all kinds of different businesses and she's just doing really amazing things over there so girl power go girlfriend she worked at Victoria's Secret for a long time and she talks about in this episode on Almost 30 about the ways that she was able to bring her authentic self and her story to Victoria's Secret and to her experience there. And I think that that's really what the Just a Box is more about. You're never just a waitress. You're never just 
in retail. You're never just in an office. You're never just in any one role because, excuse me, we all wear many hats and we all play so many different roles. And when you put yourself in just a box, it doesn't give you an opportunity to show up that day. It doesn't give you an opportunity to bring your best self to the job or to the role. If you're just a stay-at-home mom, you are not at all just a stay-at-home mom. You are like a superhero. And I think that we allow our language to shape our experiences and oftentimes in a negative way. So whatever you are today, wherever you're headed, I hope that you show up and you really bring it, show up on the court. If you haven't listened to the last episode yet, listen to that too. But really show up and bring your voice and your self-expression to whatever it is that you're doing because you're never just anything. I love you guys. Have the best, best day. And thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz Without a Pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.